Because God never, ever leaves us. That spirit is always with us. And at this time, we commune with that spirit. So we know that that spirit is blessing us. That spirit is loving us. That spirit is protecting us. That spirit that never, ever leaves us. So we just relax in that knowing and in that feeling and in that joy that we are always protected, always safe, always in the arms and in the love of spirit. So we just bless ourselves right now and know that we are so loved and so blessed and at peace. If any other thoughts try to come in about what you have to do or what you forgot or what you, what you should have done or what you could have done, let it go and just be here in this moment knowing that God loves you so much. So just feel that gentle breeze caressing your body. Feel the warmth of the sun on you. And if you put yourself by the ocean, just feel and smell the ocean breeze. And realizing that God created everything that you see, everything that you feel, all that you are, and everything that is, was created by God, the Creator. And in you, that power, that love, is present, has never left you, will never leave you. Each one of us, we are so blessed and so loved. And as we just sit 
in that idea and just sit knowing that we are the beloved. We are the beloved. It's a new day. The past is gone. The future is yet to be. And all we have is now. So sit in this now and know and keep remembering that you are so loved.
attention back to this space and leave this peaceful place I thank you for joining me in this meditation so it is Thank you. 
Good morning, everyone. I am Reverend Joan Jacox, your facilitator for today. And I'd like to welcome all of you to AOL Church of Religious Science. And we'll get started with our opening song, I Go to the Rock by Whitney Houston. All right. Where do I go? When there's nobody else to turn to, who do I talk to? When nobody wants to listen, who do I lean on? When there's no foundation stable, I go to the rock. Bye. Bye. 
Unmute yourself. Yes. We welcome you. We welcome you. Also, if anyone is present or has a family member who would like a practitioner session or prayer, feel free to let Coordinator Assistant Beth Franklin know after today's service. We are here for you. Please make contributions. Yes. Yolanda. Yes. I hear you. I think you were muted in the beginning. Can you start all over, please? Sure. You hear me now? You hear it now? Yes, I hear you. Yes, baby. Yes. All right. Okay. The Art of Living Church provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. We believe life itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of living through the universal principle of love. We are the Art of Living Church family. We encourage you to invite your family and friends to call in and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, if anyone is present or has a family member who would like a practitioner session or prayer, feel free to let Coordinator Assistant Beth Franklin know after today's service. We are here for you. Please make contributions with your tithes and offerings to Art of Living Church where you get your spiritual edification. Made payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. Also, I have a bereavement announcement on the homecoming of Mary Andrews, our AOL family member, who recently made her transition. The wake and viewing will be Thursday, December 14th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Allen English and Estrada Funeral Services, 6435 Southeastern Avenue, Bell Gardens, 90201. 
funeral services are Friday, December 15th at 10 a.m. at the Celebration of Life Victory Institutional Baptist Church. The family is also requesting monetary donations for Mary Andrews' homegoing. For additional information, speak with Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts after today's service for more information. Affirmation for today, seeing both sides as one. Life can appear to fill with paradoxes. What we must remember is that it all comes from the one. See beyond appearances to the source of life itself. Affirm this truth and feel these words as I read them. I see through the eye of the divine. I am grateful for my sacred vision, knowing God is all there is, and so it is. This is from Science of Mind magazine, practitioner Eugene Holden. And this is Yolanda Holiday with today's announcements. Enjoy your Sunday and the rest of the week. Blessings and namaste. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Thank you. We enjoyed your reading so much. And now I'll ask everyone to mute your phones before the service begins. Press star six to mute your phones, please. Thank you. And now we will have practitioner Kenneth Morris for the opening meeting and prayer. Good morning. Morning. Today I'm going to talk to you about the light. And since Reverend Dorothy's message talks about light, the 365 Science of Mind uh, by Ernest Holmes has on December 11th, today I will walk in the light and my consciousness will be illuminated. The sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. Who uses well, who uses well his light, reverting to its source so bright, will from his body ward all blight. That's from Tao to Chains. There are so many illustrations in the sacred texts of the world relating to the light. The spirit is thought of as being the essence of life. People are spoken of as being candles of the Lord. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. That is, the darkness has no power over light. Light will overcome darkness, but darkness cannot overcome light. When Isaiah said that the Lord shall be thy everlasting light, he meant that there is a light within us the light of truth and spirit of God that cannot set, cannot become obliterated, cannot be blown out. The candle of the Lord burns forever because its wick is sunk deep in the wellsprings of reality. That light, that spring, that substance to which Jesus referred when he told the woman at the well that if ever she drank from it, she would never thirst again. It is no wonder that the woman asked him to give her of this water, that she might no longer be compelled laboriously to draw from the fountain that can become depleted. So today I will walk in the light and my consciousness will be illuminated. My thoughts will be guided and my way guarded. For I know 
that in my light there is no darkness. In this divine light, there are no shadows. And now I ask you to prepare yourself for this morning's prayer treatment by getting yourself in a comfortable position. You can close your eyes if you want. And you can put your hands in a receiving position, palms upward. And take a nice cleansing breath. Breathe in. Hold it. And release. Release all the cares of the week, knowing that this week is a much better week. Breathe in again. Hold it, release. Release everything that might have been bothering you. Breathe in one more time. Nice deep breath, cleansing breath. Hold it and release. Almighty God, creator of all there is, God who's omnipotent omniscient and omnipresent, the God of life, the God of love, as we stand before the altar of love and offer all in services as the art of living church. And as we surrender our lower consciousness to the perfection of our true self, we now stand before the light of God and all of our earthly vehicles are brought into perfect alignment. We see ourselves now as one with all creation. Project the divine light into our mental bodies and the physical brain of every man and woman under the sound of my voice right here and right now. Bless this service today and bless our speaker, Reverend Dorothy Watts, with the confidence and ease required to deliver the excellent message you have placed on her heart to present today. Bless all who are assembled here today and bless the entire congregation of AOL. Touch all who are experiencing health challenges. Touch their bodies now with the healing and provide the much needed relief, strength and comfort to those who are grieving the loss of a loved one, be it family or friend, and especially the family of our beloved Mary Andrews. Allow the light of God to constantly maintain a state of peace and calm in our outer minds. Dissolve all thoughts and feelings that conflict with humanity's divine plan for our lives. In deep humility and gratitude, I now give thanks. Thank you, Father, Mother, God, thank you. I now release this prayer to the universe for demonstration, and I know it will return completely manifested in full. I let this be so, and together let us all say, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Practitioner Kenneth Mars, for your inspirational, soul-touching reading and prayer. Our theme for the month of December is Light Illumination. Our scriptures for today are, lift of your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the kings of glory shall come in. Psalm 24, 7. And the light, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 
John 1, 5. Today's topic is, let your light shine, awakest thou that sleepest. Our speaker for today is our senior pastor, Dorothy Bois. We know and we love her, but she's, she's a glue for the AOL. And so we're looking forward to hearing her speak. But before that, we will have a selection today. And let's see. The music is Thank You, Lord, by Tina Campbell. Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. Economy is down. People can't get enough pay. But as for me, all I can say is thank you for all you've done for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, folks without homes are in the streets. And the drug habits, some say, they just can't beat. Muggers and robbers, no place seems to be safe. But you've been my protection every step of the way.
Wow, thank you, Lord, by Tina Campbell. Thank you, Lord. And now I'd like to, I'll say call to the podium. <laughs> I'd like to call our pastor, our senior pastor, Reverend Dorothy Watts, who we all know and love. Let's give her a round of applause. Reverend Dorothy, Reverend Dorothy. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. God, good morning to everyone. And yes, I am Reverend Dorothy Watts. I am saying yes to the something that woke me up this morning, to the something that woke you up this morning. I know it had to be, it must have been the hand of the Lord. And I agree with Tina Campbell. I thank God for everything God has done for me. So it is a joy to be here with you today. I want to thank Reverend Jones for being our AOL facilitator this morning. I'm grateful to you and Practitioner Kenneth Morris for our beautiful reading and opening prayer. I want to thank both of you for giving your love, your light, your uplifting energy to this wonderful service. And while I'm thanking them, let me thank a few others. I also want to thank Yolanda Holiday for her beautiful announcements. She was so kind, she reread them and it's such a beautiful attitude in doing it. Thank you, Tarek Sahali, for your beautiful uh, technical work that you're doing for us. I see you out there, beautiful. I wanna also thank all of you for being here today and making AOL your choice. Thank you so much. And before I go any further, let us just pause this morning for a moment of silence. We want to bless Sheila Mitchell and her family. Her brother, George Mitchell, made his transition last week. Let us send the family our energy and prayers right now. Let us pause for some silence, yes. And let us also include the family of Mary Andrews. We bless and send our prayers to them as well. As we stand in this moment, we surround them all with love and light, the light of God that never fails. Let us be still and know that God is blessing the families to release their loved ones to the Most High. Know that as God is blessing the, the loved ones to be transitioned on to the next level of life, God is holding those families in his hands. We know that God is blessing the ongoing soul of the loved ones and we know that the kingdom of life after life is welcoming them into their kingdom. We know this to be so, for we know that God is God. And we let it go. Our theme for this month is light illumination. My topic is, let your light shine. Rise, awake thou that sleepest. My scriptures are Psalms 24 and 7. Lift up your heads. O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Now, when we're talking about this scripture, the gates that we're talking about are the gates that we have to open to represent the place in your consciousness where the divine flows into the human, where you open your heart, you open your mind, and you allow the spirit in. Those are the gates we're talking about. The second scripture is John 1 and 5. And the light shall shine in the darkness, and the darkness shall not overcome it. Know that God is your source and your supply. The light of God surrounds you. The love of God protects you. The divine inspiration of the Lord is filling you. There is no darkness that can overcome that light, the cosmic light, the light of God that can never fail. 
is all there for you. So how are you feeling today? How are you feeling? Well, great. I guess great. Great. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I know I'm not great. Thank you. Let's get some energy going here. You know, I'm high energy. So now, do you know what today is? Today the Lord yes. has made. Today is the day that the Lord, the Lord has, has made. made. Oh, come Let on. Let us rejoice. Let us be glad. I love you. One more time. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Let us be glad. God has made this day for you, 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 and everybody. Everybody that's here, this is your day. This is your promise. The Lord has made it to you. I say namaste to all of you. The God in me salutes the God in you. Then everyone that you meet today, namaste. In your heart, carry that. My reference for this month is the 365 Science of Mind, A Year of Daily Wisdom by Ernest Holmes. Um, the Bible, the Science of Mind text, just to name a few, and the Science of Mind um, magazine. I will refer to that as well. So now, do you know what this month symbolizes? The month symbolizes light, illumination. Okay. And so we say that we define light as the illumination derived as a source of light. I'm also talking about spiritual awareness, that divine connection that flows from within. Now, while I'm talking to you today, I want you to see a mirror in front of yourself. Know that that mirror reflects you and only you. So I'm talking to you and it's about you. It's all about you, not the person that you're thinking about, so get your mind off of what happened yesterday, not about what you may be getting ready to do. Put your mind on you, the mirror of your mind. Let it reflect to you as I'm talking. Okay, somebody needs to silence uh, their phone because I can hear them, okay? Thank you so much. Now, Ernest Holmes says, in the moment of realization, the great mystics have sensed that one life flows through all and that all are some parts of that life. We have all seen this substance, a fine, bright, brilliant stuff forever falling into everything, a substance indestructible and eternal. It is at such times of complete realization that they have been blinded by the light of which we have been speaking. Gandhi says in the 365 Science of Mind, I can see that in the midst of darkness, light persists. Hence, I gather that God is life, truth, light, God is love, and God is the supreme good. Well said. Now say this silently to yourself. I said silently to yourself. I want you to think about what I'm telling you. There is one love, one life, one truth, one, dot, one divine expression of all there is. And that is the God presence within. That presence is within you and within everyone you meet. And that is what you're saying when you say namaste. You're saluting the God within all. That's what we're talking about. And so today, what is Reverend Dorothy saying? I'm saying to you, let your light shine. Awake your thou that sleepeth. That light, that light is within you. It's the light of God that never fails. Wherever you go, you are a light bearer. Know that this day. When we think about this season, this is the Christmas season, we in New Thought know that the kingdom is within us. 
This is truly something to celebrate over the holidays. Let us celebrate our unity with our Christ consciousness, that light within us. In doing so, let us celebrate the birth of the one that the enlightened masters who showed us that we are all God in expression. Know this day that you, you are the light of the world. Follow your inner star to sparkle and shine in your own unique way. You have a beautiful soul and outer body and a personality, but your soul is the center. Your soul is the part of you that is eternal. Your soul can't, can't be hurt or destroyed. It can only be enriched by whatever your experiences are. In this thing called life, this is a school. You come here for the growth of your soul, okay? Now, I believe that laughing, singing, and dancing are natural, normal, spontaneous expressions. So don't worry, be happy, and dance your way through life. Here are a few affirmations to help you lighten up today. Number one, I am a joyful breeze entering a room. You know, some people do that. Some people walk through a room and the whole feeling changes. Something about them. Whenever I pass a mirror, I smile with joy at the beautiful being I see. Write that down for yourself. Whenever I pass a mirror, I smile with joy at the beautiful being I see. Number three. Harmony and joy surround me today. My day is full of miracles. Expect a miracle today. Expect a miracle. I have a little joke for you. It's one of my favorites. Santa Claus at the shopping mall was incredibly surprised when a young lady aged 20 years old walked up and sat on his lap. He almost began to sing the song Santa Baby. But she didn't. She said now. And so Santa said now. <clears throat> now we all know that Santa doesn't usually take the request from adults. But he smiled very nicely. She smiled so nicely at him. And he asked, what do you want for Christmas? I know he was thinking, what can Santa do for you? Something for my mother, please, replied the young lady sweetly. Something for your mother? Well, that's very loving and thoughtful of you, smiled Santa. What would you like for her? Without pausing, the lady answered quickly, a millionaire son-in-law. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. A millionaire son-in-law. <laughs> That's good thinking. That's good thinking. Um, today, for those of you who haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to remind you. I want you to develop and begin to work on and see yourself with an attitude of gratitude. An attitude of gratitude is where you want to be. I'm going to tell you right now, with an attitude of gratitude, with a grateful mind, fixed, when, when your mind, when you have a grateful mind, it is constantly fixed upon the best. Therefore, it tends to become the best. It takes form and character of the best and you will receive the best. The grateful mind constantly has an expectation of good things and expect, your expectation will become your faith. The reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces the very faith. The outgoing waves of the grateful mind increases your faith and increases your good. It is necessary then to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. When you do, your light shines so bright, your vibrations are increased, and you are closer to your source. When you stand in your faith, you are closer to your source. Your light is enhanced. 
Many of you don't know how blessed you are. Many of you have no idea what an attitude of gratitude has done for you and all the advancements you have made in your life. Let me tell you how, how blessed you truly are. If you have food in your refrigerator and clothes on your back and a roof over your head and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the people in the world. If you don't believe me, look at the people that are homeless downtown. They've got 33,000 at least. And there are many, many more throughout the United States. Think about it. You've been blessed. If you have money in the bank, your wallet and some fair change you among the top 8% of the world's wealthy people. Most people don't know what you're talking about when you say spare change because that's all they have is spare change. That's all a lot of folks have today. If you woke up this morning with more health and illness, you're more blessed than millions of people who will not survive this week. If you've never experienced the danger or the battle or the agony of imprisonment or torture, the horrible pains of starvation, you're luckier than 500 million people alive and suffering. If you can read, you're more fortunate than 3 billion people in the world who cannot read at all. And whether you, uh, whether a lot of us know it or not, many of your children were not being taught in elementary school cursive writing anymore. Right here in the United States, there were children when they got to junior high school who could not read their names when they were written cursively. I know for a fact, because I found out with one family member of mine and I did not like it at all. But I'm telling you, I thank God that it was corrected because the governor of California made a change. He signed a bill that children all in elementary school must learn cursive writing now. If you woke up this morning and if you never experienced the danger of a battle, the agony of imprisonment or torture, um, you are just truly blessed. If you can read, you're more fortunate than 3 billion people in the world who cannot read it all. Know this day that God is blessing you. And I hope that that touched some of your hearts to stand in gratitude and give thanks for your blessing. Give thanks for your blessing. Everybody is not living as well as you are. God has blessed you for a reason. God bless you. And so I'm going to move on. Traditionally in December, the Science of Mind magazine honors a spiritual hero. And this year they're honoring Sean Genwright, PhD. Now let me tell you a little bit about him. And I always spend a little time on the heroes in the Science of Mind magazine. And this one really touched me. Sean Genwright, PhD, is one of the nation's leading innovators of provocateur and a thought leader in, on the African-American youth youth activism, youth development. He is professor of education in African Studies Department and a senior research associate at the San Francisco State University. His research examines the ways in which youth in urban communities navigate through constraints of poverty and struggle to create equality and justice in their schools and communities. Dr. Jen Wright is the founder and executive officer of the Flourish Agenda Incorporated. This is a national nonprofit consulting firm whose mission is to design strategies that unlock the power of healing and engage youth of color and adult allies in transforming their schools and communities. We need his help and he is definitely shining his light. 
we are so blessed that he's shining his light in that direction. I, I, I just, I love it. I have a family member who's working now in the direction of mentoring young youth. I think it's so wonderful because they have a program here where they can go with, where when high school, they can attend college and high school at the same time and graduate from high school with an AA degree and their high school diploma. And she's helping with that, that mentoring group. And I think they're doing a fine job. We need more people like that. In 2011, he was awarded the prestigious Fulbright Senior Specialist Award and the State Department for his outstanding research and work with urban youth. Dr. Jen Wright is the author of The Four Pivots, Reimagining, yes, Reimagining Ourselves, also Hope and Healing in the Urban Education, How Activists and Teachers Are Reclaiming Matters of the Heart, Black in School, Afrocentric Reform, Black Youth, and the Promise of the Hip-Hop Culture, and co-editor of Beyond Resistance, Youth Resistance, Community Change, the New Democratic Possibilities for Practice and Policy for American Youth, getting them all involved. And in 2020, he published Black Youth Rising Activism and Radical Healing in Urban America. That's just a little of his background. That guy has been busy. He is letting his light shine. Dr. Jen Wright served as chairman of the board of California Endowment from 2018 to 2021 with oversight of $3 billion endowments to improve the health of California's underserved communities. He continues to serve on that board and serves as the advisory board for the Centers of Information and Research for the Civic Learning and also at Tisch College of Citizenship, Public Service at Tufts University. Dr. Jen Wright lives in Oakland, California with his lovely wife and is currently an empty nester. Both children are in college. Now, John Jenright, that's who we're talking about, says there's no reason that he should be able to do what he does. Youth advocate, Ivy League professor, best-selling author, cultural transformer, social justice activist, and pioneer in shifting how we treat ourselves and each other. He was introduced to Ernest Holmes in high school and college. His aunt and father were part of the science of mind community. The scriptures say, in Proverbs 22 and 6, train up a child the way that he should go, and he, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This is truly, truly an example of it. Then about a decade age, he met, about a decade ago, he met CSL uh, Center for Living Minister, Reverend uh, Adrianette Earl from Oakland. And the two developed a support effort to build a mentoring network for people of color. This is so needed for our children. I say it once again. You know, I had a conversation with Reverend Senderita Clay, and we were on the phone for a while talking about how it's so, so disturbing to see these homeless children out here. And there's nobody helping them. There's no mentoring. There's no one lifting them up and supporting them. And there is a need, a big need there for us as, as the seniors to look out, to reach out and to do, what, to do what we can when we see them and they look lost or dismayed or they're hungry or they ask you for a dollar, maybe, maybe not. Or if any way that you can support them, 
we need to look out for them whenever we can. Just, I just, it bothers me to see that and to know that these children are there and to see them at bus stops at night. Some of them are in high school, some are in elementary school, and all they do is ride the bus because they have nowhere to sleep. I keep them in my prayers. He says, I think what gratifies me is in knowing that I am walking in purpose. Like I don't believe what I do is something of my choosing. I believe it chose me. And I have been obedient, faithful to that, that, that serving young people of color. We give them a sense of agency and educate other people so that they can see them as youth. God said, do this. And it opened up doors, created opportunities, and I just kept going. And he is moving. His light is shining and he is moving. This man is letting his light shine, awakening those that sleepeth with his book. It is titled The Four Pivots. And we know a pivot is to depend or to be based on one important thing, event, or idea. The four pivots that he talks about, his book says, four pivots, reimagining justice, reimagining ourselves, despite his impressive credentials, he admits struggling with his insecurities. He admits he's human, he struggles. Posture syndrome and relationship oppression, all of which fuel the concept for his latest book. He says, I don't call what I wrestle with demons. I call them flowers that need to be tended. He spent two years creating his book, guided by his wife's advice. She taught him to think out of the box. She told him that he didn't have to write about education, instead write about what you really want to say. He decided the ultimate outcome of what he wanted to do was to help others live a life in joy, no matter what their circumstances are. In this book, he is teaching others to let their light shine and heal from their wounds, to awaken to a greater level of aspects in our life and to move into service, to listen, to strive, to understand, to make plans to improve, all of which will lead you to an outward journey of service and help those in need in our community. This is the cosmic conscious that Jesus spoke of about in Matthew 5, 16. This is the cosmic consciousness. And I quote, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. And he is letting his light shine. He is awakening all those sleepers around him. From Becca, I give you 10 selfless, selfless ways to shine your light. You want to shine your light? You can make yeah. a lot of impact in this world, but if there's one thing you should know, let, let your light shine. Let your light shine. When you shine your light, you become a symbol of hope and goodness to the world. And that's rare today. It shouldn't be, but it is. To be the light in someone's life is the best thing you can do for them. Don't forget to smile. There's something to be said about someone who constantly smiles as if smiling is their way of sharing their light to the world. Your smile is one of the best genuine and selfless ways to share your joy with others. You never know how much you will brighten a person's day when you smile. Be there for a friend. Being there for someone during their darkest days is something that they'll never forget. Being there for a friend, you'll share your life and hope with them in moments where they feel hopeless and devastated. They say that being there for someone in their darkest nights or their moments will make a stronger impact than, than being there for them in their best. And they said that is accurate. They've tested it. I'm taking their statistics. 
Number three, give genuine compliments. Whether or not someone loves love languages, words or affirmations, giving compliments such is a selfless act. Words have so much power, more than you realize. It can either make or break someone's day, but giving them a compliment will certainly lift them up, showing your kindness and compassion. Be friendly, like your smile. Friendliness goes a long way. This means going out of your way to talk to a stranger, helping them or meeting new people. You'd be surprised by the kind of impact you can make or even will have on those that you barely know. Use your passion. What you love impacts how you become the light to others. For instance, if you're a writer, one of those ways is to shine your light is through art of your words and using them to make feel, people feel good. You'd be surprised what a nice note would do for someone. Share your optimism and gratitude, number six. Live in a world where, we, we live in a world where it's nature is to dwell sometimes in negativity. You know what the news is like day to day. If you sit there and watch it, when you feel, when you're, when you freely show that outlook and perspective to others, you'll naturally be the light that they need in their lives. Be the kind of person in the world where it's easy to rise above the negativity by choosing to be kind and optimistic. When you share your optimism and gratitude, people are lifted up out of difficult circumstances. Give to charity. One of the most selfless acts you can do is to give to charity and to those who are in need. And a lot of people do right now. Choose the things that you don't need any longer, such as old clothes. Give them away to charity. You don't know how much of a big deal that'll be to somebody. Those old suits, old clothes that you don't want, or old belongings. There are plenty of people out there that need them. Give what you can. Giving not out of compulsion, but, by, but out of sincerity and generosity is the best thing you can do for others. It doesn't have to be a grand gesture, and you'll be surprised how much they'll appreciate the simplest things you do, your friendship, your compliments, even your laughter, giving them a call to lift up their day. It's being the light in their life. It's not always about material things. I've seen people in the store where a gentleman or a lady will give someone a grocery basket or help them reach something that they're trying to get off of a shelf in the store. And they're so grateful because they couldn't reach it. They needed help. Listen with intent. This is such a selfless act that people rarely do nowadays. We're so focused on listening to respond to that. We never listen for the sake of listening and process what the other person says. I think they wrote that for me. So nobody else is guilty of that. So listen with intent, Dorothy. Thank you. Emphasize with others. There's a difference between empathy and sympathy, where empathy means putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Empathy and selflessness are deeply intertwined. If you take a moment to think about it, think about it. And also, as we practice our teaching, we know that the light of God is always protecting, guiding, and sustaining us. Relax right now. Just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Relax. One more. Just inhale and exhale. Close your eyes if you choose to and share my thought with you. Say to yourself, today I lift up my consciousness to the light. And I know that the king of glory will come in. Today I keep the inner light. 
this candle of the Lord trimmed and burning, for I know that the bridegroom, who is Christ, my true self, will enter my consciousness. I know that there is a divine radiance emanating from everything. I know that in this light, which emanates from every center, the very center of my being, everything, everything is right there. There is no darkness. And in this, I shall see the light. Open your eyes and let your light shine. Awake it, thou that sleepest. And so is the lesson, and so it is. Let's give Reverend Darcy a round of applause. And so it is. And so it is. There's so much to enjoy. Amen. I know we all, I know we all enjoyed your lesson today, and it's so much to talk about. You gave us so many nuggets, and we will go ahead after um at the end of our our, our time here and talk about it. We all, most of us, will have something to say. I'm sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so now we will have um, a selection. You can't beat God giving by Billy Preston. All right. Can't be God giving. I mute. Give me one second, Ken. All right.
God Giving by Billy Preston. And now, Reverend Dorothy, would you bless the offering? Thank you, my honor. But before I begin, I want to thank all of you for your donations. We thank you. I bless all of those that come in. I bless them now. I bless those that come in that, um, that are deposited in the bank, that come in um, through the P.O. box. I want you to know that you're practicing the law of giving and receiving, and just as you give, God will enrich your life. I bless you. I bless you and I give thanks to you for opening up the horn of plenty to AOL and blessing us to keep our doors open. I say, God Almighty, infinite divine presence, thank you. We give thanks for the divine blessings that are given to the Art of Living Church. I know that the Spirit of the Lord is moving through us. We know that God is blessing us, blessing the consciousness and the lives of those who support the growth and development of AOL. 
we see the blessings of the Lord bestowed upon us and bestowed upon the church and them tenfold or greater. Let us say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For thy thank goodness. You, Lord. For thy blessings. For thy blessings. For thy blessings. For thy blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The for the enfoldment of this goodness in my life. In my life. In my life. As God so richly blesses our lives, we rejoice and stand in God's grace and gratitude. Let us all say, Amen. Amen. And so it is. Amen. Amen. And so it is. And thank you, Reverend Dorothy. And I'd like to thank everyone for your donations because. They are greatly appreciated. And now I will have Dr. Tyson Morris to read the AOL virtual prayer. The AOL virtual prayer. The Art of Living Church is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe that the ultimate goal of life to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature, and that that goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people in Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding cities and states that I didn't even mention. I pray believing and knowing that every listener receives transformative revelations through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts, Awaketh Thou That Sleepest. I pray that you receive something that touched your soul and touched your heart and touched your mind. I believe that right action is now happening for our AOL church the AOL family members, and the guest listeners in every area of your life, your understanding, your health, your finances, your love, family members, and all of your endeavors and your journey in this thing called life. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing called life, members present or not present, until we meet again. And with great gratitude and a humble heart, I let this be so. And together we all say, and so it is done. Amen. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. is. Thank you, Dr. Tizer, for that AOL virtual prayer. Thank you so much. And now we will have Amanda Shipman for the Sunshine Committee. Good morning, AOL family. Good morning. Good morning. Committee would like to report that condolences have gone out for Mary Andrews' family and also for Sheila Mitchell. And now for the birthdays for the month of December, Sheila Mitchell, December 5th, Waria Moore, December 14th, Leonis Walker, December 15th, this is the report from Sunshine Committee. And so it is. And so it is. 
Thank you so much, Amanda Shipman. Thank you so much for that report. I thought I was on. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much. And now we will have Cindy's Corner by Reverend Cindy. Thank you, and good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'll um, read a little bit about one of our own that we love, know and love, Cheryl Lee Raff. Cheryl Lee Raff was born December 30th, 1956, to Ivy and Stanley Raff in Waterbury, Connecticut. Cheryl Lee Raff's career may be on fire right now, but the flame has been burning for more than 40 years. Yes. She said, I was, I've been at this since I was 19. That's a whole lot of years. Yes. Sitting in a vintage platinum chair at the historic Wilshire E. Bell Theater in Los Angeles, she radiates a disarming blend of self-confidence and warmth, and she comes by her confidence honestly. After becoming the youngest woman ever to graduate from Rutgers University at age 19, Ralph won her first feature film, beating out the director's own daughter. That director, Sidney Partier, TV part followed, as did in 1981, the starring role in the original cast of Broadway's multiple Tony-winning musical Dream Girls. Since then, Ralph has starred opposite Benzel Washington, and the mighty Quinn stepmothered Brandy for six seasons on Moesha and emerged as John Boyd's ex on Ray Donovan. Despite all of that, it is her role as kindergarten teacher Barbara Howard, the prim voice of reason on ABC's Abbott Elementary, renewed for third season, that finally garnered Ralph's first Emmy among a clutch of other awards and introduced her to a much wider audience. As have other gigs, you may have heard of her perform Lift Every Voice and Sing on the field before this year's Super Bowl. What that wider audience is discovering is what longtime fans have known for years. Ralph is a veritable font of positivity and wisdom. She recently took time out from her schedule to talk about how her philosophy a long-distance marriage and kids, and the journey to her current success. How did you get involved with Abbott Elementary? She said, I knew the creator, Quinta Brunson, who plays a young teacher on the show. She's just a genius to me. She's alchemy. She has alchemy. I had worked with her on HBO's The Black Lady Sketch Show, and she wanted me for the pilot of Abbott. Then I read the script and loved that it was a shining, bright, light on educators. My husband, Vincent Hughes, is a state senator in Pennsylvania, and he has been talking about education for years. Why is it we don't realize that all children in America deserve a great education? Their zip code should not determine whether they get that or not. And here comes this little show, focusing on the teachers who make a daily sacrifice for children in a Philadelphia public school. I said, even if this is just a pilot, this is a pilot I want to do. She was also asked during this interview, what rocks did you have to bust? One thing I tried to do was challenge people's assumptions about what black actresses should look like. I remember one time in the 70s, I had my hair braided 
and the director said, I'm a more natural hairstyle. I had to ask him, more natural for whom? It's hard to imagine today. I also thought what should have been. In the early 1990s, designing women was a hit, but it was a show about Southern women with no black women in it. I met designing producer Harry Thompson at an event, walked right up to him and said, you need a black woman on your show. The next day he hired me. Love Young, a lot of talented actresses inspired me. Virginia Capers, who won a Tony for musical Raisin in the Sun. Raisin. Rosalind Cash from The Omega Man. Beverly Todd, whose films include Brother John and I Can. I, lean on me. Denise Nichols from 222. All of those black women showed me that there was a chance for me, and I wanted to take that chance and do as much as I could. Cheryl Lee Ralph. She was raised in the Northeast but spent summers with her mother in Jamaica where where her mother was born. She said, in the United States, when I was a child, they wanted to tell you about what you could and could not do as a black person. My response was, "You you all need to travel more because in Jamaica, I've seen the black doctor, the black lawyer, the black prime minister, and the black prime minister. I've seen that. I've I'd seen that the pilot on the plane is black, just like me, that black people are doing and have been doing a great thing. Sorry that you don't know it. Cheryl Lee Ralph, we all know her. That's it. Thank you. So it is. Thank you. Absolutely. Great. Beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And now we will... Have my closing song. Uh, first, the music by Kirk Franklin. I smile. So, to recession, depression, and unemployment. The songs for you. Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds, and it's dark in my heart, and it feels like a Today's a new day, but where are my blue skies? Where is the love and the joy that promised me? Tell me it's all right. I'll be honest with you. I almost gave up a power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower. <laughs> when I think how much better I'm going to be when this is over.
the truth is. I almost gave up a power that I can't explain. The Holy Ghost power, y'all. Fell from heaven like a shower down. Now, I know we've been hurt, y'all, but still, I smile. Come on. Even though I'm empty, I smile. Y'all feel that? Light of God surrounds us. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, wherever we are, God is, and so it is, and so it is. 
God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. God bless Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. And I want to remind everyone that next Sunday's speaker is practitioner Kenneth Morris. Right. Right on here. Okay. Right. Um, I'm reminding everybody if there's anyone who would like to receive a practitioner session or has a family or friend who needs prayer, provide that information to Beth Franklin, our coordinator assistant. She is available at this time. Beth? Uh, yes. Good afternoon, everyone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Good afternoon. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We can't. Thank you. I'm not always sure that I'm, you know, <laughs> but that's why I asked. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is true. Um, AOL members, AOL members and their families can arrange for a prayer treatment or prayer done privately by phone appointment. If you don't have a minister in mind, a minister will be selected. Also, Reverend Dorothy and Practitioner Ken are available. So, you know, there's no excuse. Just do it. Just call. Them. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So my number, my number is 310-679-4512. Once more, area code 310-679-4512. Give me a call and we'll make it happen. Your AOL family is here for you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Beth. Thank you so much. Um, and now this concludes and ends today's service. And those who want to remain after the remarks, now is your time. I will start with you. I will start by thanking Reverend Dorothy. I enjoyed you very, very much. You had so many good nuggets. I mean, when you said smile and dance and whatever makes you happy, all of those things do and all the things we should think about when we're down, just sometimes we can turn on some music and, and help us to just go past that. And we all know that we have that light of God in our hearts and in our minds. But when we're reminded of it, when we say, okay, I'm me and God, God and me are one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just keep remembering just to, to remember these things and to say these things to ourselves, which help us to, to get by some of the things that we have struggles with. You've helped us so much. All your nuggets are here. I wrote so many things down. And I also didn't know anything about Sean Jim Wright. And um, now that I know some more about him, this black brother, uh, and he wrote the four pivots, I will try and buy that book. So thank you very much for enlightening us and helping us to just keep moving forward. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah, Reverend Dorothy, this is Maria speaking. Thank you wow. so much. Hi, for that That's message. a blessing to you this Thank morning. You. Wow. Thank you. I really here. enjoyed your, your sermon today. Thank and you. I will smile with purpose. And think of the song, Smile, which I love. Thank um, you. Also, when I passed, a lot of times I would pass the freeway. Well, that's when I was driving. And I, I would think, well, sometimes I'd give them a little money, somebody. And then I say, well, no, that guy is probably going to get wine or whatever. <laughs> but regardless, I'm going to give them some money. I don't care. 
they can mm-hmm. get whatever mm-hmm. they want to get with it. Thank you for your Anyway, I, I thank you for waking me up to that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. So glad thank you, you Reverend Jones. <laughs> thank you, Reverend Dorothy, for your for your um, message today. But before she gets off, Warrior, it's good hearing you. I hope everything is well with you. I still pray for you. Yes. Oh, thank yes. you. Well, yes. keep praying. Yes. It's getting yes. better every day. It's getting yes. better. Yes. I will. Thank you. But thank you, Reverend Dorothy, for your message. It helped us to see just how we can let our light, our light so shine. And uh, I, like Reverend Jones said, uh, you gave us a lot of things to think about. Uh, we can do this by opening our hearts and mind. Uh, it's one thing we need to do. And then you talked about seeing ourselves as looking into a mirror. And uh, we are one life and one truth that's that light that is in you. And I like that. And then you said, whenever we pass a mirror, we should smile at the joy of seeing me. Uh, that's something that a, a lot of us don't do. So uh, I think that was very creative. Uh, we need to develop a work and work on our attitude of gratitude and cultivate that attitude of gratitude because we're so blessed. And you gave examples of how blessed, just how blessed we are. And I didn't know about Sean uh, Genright. Uh, that yes. was good insight. But essentially, everything you said just kind of helped us to be able to open our eyes and let our light shine. So I thank you for your message. Good message, timely, gives me a, a, a good kickoff point for my message for next week. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Ken. Thank okay. you. Sharon, you and Maria. And Reverend John. Thank you. Anyone else? Hi, this is Cindy. Uh, Hi, Cindy. Uh, Dorothy, thank you for the uh, lesson on light. Today, we, we need it. I mean, uh, let your side, your light so shine that men and women can see your good work. And we got all these scriptures, but you know, we we just gotta use them. We gotta put them into effect. We gotta we gotta uh, walk the walk. You know, we can talk right. about, talk about, but we gotta walk. We got so much going on around us, just in our our city here. It's become dangerous. And I tell my kids that uh, you can't be out in these streets. You need to be at home. But you know, these kids do they listen sometimes? Yes, sometimes no. But we got to keep teaching, keep preaching, whatever it is that mm-hmm. will help them and help others to to see that light and, and so that yes. they can keep teaching. We got to keep this stuff going. We got to leave a legacy here. So thank you. Thank you for that lesson. We needed it, honey. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cindy. And this is Dr. Tyza Morris on... The topic Reverend Dorothy mentioned, let your light shine, awaketh thou that sleepest. You know, that, that her title is a message in itself. Let your light shine, awaketh right. thou that sleepest. That's a message in itself. So 
we know that light is bright, and sometimes light scares people, and they run into the corners, or sometimes they want to fight the light. And Reverend Dorothy pulled out many, many points on opening our hearts and opening our minds so that we don't have to fear the light, that we can embrace the light, and that we can let our light shine. She gave out many points, but I want to be unique and different, that we know that the attitude of gratitude also sparks our light to shine. And I want to thank Reverend Dorothy for her message because we all should have taken something from it, in part, one or two things, three or four. Whatever you've taken from your message, awaketh thou that sleepeth. Thank you very much, Reverend Dorothy, for your inspired message for today. And I did take something from it, and I hope everyone else did too. Thank you so very much. Yes. Thank, Thank you, Dr. Tyson. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Reverend Dorothy is best. And uh, I just wanted to say that I love this, what you said today, not tomorrow. Today, I lift up my consciousness to the light. That's outstanding. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Vest. Amen. Thank you for being here. Thank you yeah. for sharing. You're welcome. Good morning, Reverend Dorothy. This is Lenny. And I just want to say I just love today's message. And I also love that you always incorporate Psalm 118 into every message you give. You always mm. say this is the day the Lord has made. Let us be, um, let's be blessed and glad in it. I mean, I just love it. And it makes us also remember to be thankful for every day. Every day is what you make of it. And thank you so much for today's lesson. I really loved it in its entirety. Okay. Love you, Auntie. Love you too, Lenny. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Lenny. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? Good morning. Namaste to the family. Good morning. Good morning. Namaste. Okay. You know, it's just a blessing to get a chance to hear and be a part of this unique conscious awakening that we share on these Sunday morning. But most of all, my sister is, like I say again, it was a unique privilege to hear from my sister again this morning. Uh, send out the prayers and love again to the Andrew family, send that love and prayer as well as I keep in every evening, every night to my sister Wadria and others. Thank you. I truly do for the family. Um, you know, my sister, you know, I, I was kind of, when Cindy mentioned Virginia Capers, uh, she used to always try to come and try to tell me, you know, you got that big smile. You should let me go and cast you. <laughs> Get you a cast. I say, baby. I, I say this smile. I say this smile only for you and only deserved for you at this time and those who I love. <laughs> so I said, I'm not here to cast anything. Trust me. <laughs> but thank, thank you for mentioning her. She just always was a sweetheart. But my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister. Yes. It was, it was. so beautiful that you brought us back into alignment of being thankful and being blessed, you know, because as we shared in our last lesson, a blessing is that divine essence 
that give us awareness to wake wake up to our highest good. And it just brought me back into, as you say, into Scripture again, as uh, Philippians 4, 8, it says, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is honest, whatsoever is pure and love, if you live and practice on these virtues, you can live walking into the light. Again, it, in, in Luke uh, 11:34, it says, if you trust and believe in this and focus on this, then you are working into your highest light. So when you speak on being sincere and being positive and being truly understanding that we are receiving our good, as Cindy said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some good nuggets out there. You need to stay off those streets and bring yourself back into a higher awareness yes. and a consciousness. Yes. Right. Okay. So, so I'm 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 going to I'm going to do my part by giving you something to to deal with and work with and have. Now it's up to you how you choose. I give you choice this day to build up or tear down over city every day. That's what Scripture said. I give you the choice, and we have the choice. But the fact is, mm-hmm. we are so blessed that we are truly every Sunday. I say this. And, sincere, and, sincere, and, and sincerely saying this, that we are blessed to be in the light and receive the spiritual good, the spiritual food that we can sit down at the table and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. And Amen. keep our eyes on the prize and keep it moving forward and all things will be possible for you to have. Thank you again, my sister. Thank you for the family. Thank you for the love. Again, namaste, peace and blessing, much love. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you, Practitioner Robert. Thank you. Anybody else? Okay, do I think? Did you want to say something? I want to say something. I want to thank all of those who helped out in the service today. I want to thank Reverend Jones, Practitioner Kenneth Morris, Yolanda Holliday, Mr. Tarek Sahali, Reverend Dr. Tyza Morris. Mrs. Amanda Shipman, Reverend Cinderita Clay, and Beth Franklin, thank you all for your outstanding service. We really appreciate your support. Thank you. I also know that um, they mentioned that the family of Mary Andrews uh, is in need of monetary donations. And for those who wish to support them and help them at this time, you need an address to send those funds to. I was given that information and I want to share it with everyone. The address is 4865. West 97th Street, Inglewood, California, 90302. Now, donations can be addressed uh, to Robbie or Kim Andrews at that address. Okay. It's up to you guys. But I would like to ask all of those, now that we're over, I need the board members to remain on. I have to ask everyone else to leave. I need to talk to the board members for a minute. I never do this, but I need to have a quick meeting, and we're going to move on after that. I know you have to go, Ken and Robert, but if you can stay on for a moment, I'd appreciate it. And sure. uh, Beth, I will. as well as uh, Amanda and Cinderita. Yes. Okay. Dan, are you there? Is Dan there? Okay. Everyone else, I will have to say, have a wonderful day. I will speak with you sometime this week. God bless you all. Sheila Mitchell, are you there? Bye. Sheila there?
Yes, I'm here. Maybe Brenda. Is Sheila there? Yes. 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 Okay, I need you to stay on too. Everyone okay. else? Okay. Well, I love you all. This I love you. God bless you. God bless. God bless everyone. Is that Melanie Lemons? God bless you. <laughs> okay. I think I'm looking at just the board right now. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for this moment. I don't um, take your time lightly. I want to just thank the Lord for the opportunity to come as one in the one to discuss this important information where we have this letter in front of me that is requesting a donation. I know we're coming together to share ideas for our wonderful sister in truth, Mary Andrews, in order to help and bless her family at this time. Thank you, almighty God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so right here and right now, um, I uh, have this letter. I know normally we give uh, $100 to the family. Uh, or we give out flowers. But in times like this, when they're saying they're having a difficult time, I wanted to know if it was okay if we could send a little bit more. And I wanted to get your consent to do so. I don't just take money and send it out from the uh, offertory. Is there a consensus that I can do that? And if so, the amount I had in mind was $300. Okay. Yes. 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 Can I hear from everybody? I don't yes. have any aversion to it. Okay. Um, yeah. Is everybody in agreement? I say aye. Is everybody in yes. favor? Yes. Uh, uh, yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Then yes. we all stand in agreement on that. Um, let's see. Um, Amanda, you've already sent the card. Amanda, are you there? Okay, I'll have to give you a call then. I guess you stepped away from the phone. In any event, I will make sure that I get the checks to them. Um, Robert, I would still like to send some flowers to that service myself. And Reverend Joe yeah. and I, we will pay for them. So if yeah. you could do me a favor and set it up with Doug, I will pay. No, no, no. You know I'll take care of it. But uh, again, like I said, uh, you you kind of took took the uh, concept what I was going to say to you. I say, well, you know, the donation is 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 uh, truly uh, uh, a blessing that we can be able to share with the family. But at the same time, I wanted to uh, to articulate that I was going to make sure I still will send flowers uh to to the family as well or or making sure that they're aware of that i'm sorry i don't take anything for granted and i do appreciate what you do but i was just putting it out there so to let you know that we support it you know yes i didn't know but thank you so much i'm sure they're going to appreciate that and and uh again should we send the contribution you say send the contribution directly to the family that's at forty-eight sixty-five Ninth Street. I can't hear you. What did you say, dear? Uh, making sure that we're going to send it to the address of forty-eight sixty-five West Ninety-eighth Street in Inglewood. No, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven Okay, that's what I was trying. Ninety-seven Street. Forty-eight sixty-five okay. West Ninety-seven Street. Okay. Okay. 
All right, sounds good. So therefore, the donation goes there, and uh, we'll, we'll make the arrangements for the flowers as well. There's no problem. Thank you so much. What, what was the uh, zip code again? I can't hear you, yeah. Kim. What did you say? What was the zip code again? Uh, 90302. 302, okay. And also, Reverend Dorothy, uh, uh, you you, you want to give uh, any information that you might have, <coughs> excuse me, might have in regards to the uh, service or the location of the service uh, that if uh, once you get that as well. Oh, you came in late. Yolanda read it. Uh, she read okay. it for the whole church this morning. It was in the announcements. I think you get a copy. Of, I don't know if you get a copy, but she let them know that the viewing, Robert, is going to be between 5 and 9 p.m. at English and Estrada Funeral Services. And if you don't have that information, I will certainly send it to you. Okay, you send it, if you send it to me, I appreciate it. Okay, I will. Um, I think um, someone texted me something uh, with a, a little information. I believe it was Leticia. She sent it out, and I will forward that to you with the time of the viewing, okay? Okay. Okay. The viewing and the service. I make, she sits it out. Okay. Oh, it's all right make here. Sure so we get something. I'm definitely okay. just going to send this to you now. Okay. And also, I want to say that the um, the men and women's group, we also uh, give something to that. Mary, Mary was uh, in the women's group for years, too. Okay. That's great. Yes, yes, that's so true. Okay. Okay. You know, Robert, that, you should you know, have hopefully... that now. Check your phone when oh. it should be coming to you in a minute, okay? Okay. I'll check it. It's coming by way of text. Okay. It comes right now. Uh, boom, you it just happened. did it. <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay. I, 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 Leticia sent it to me like that, and it really is handy because you can look right there and get whatever you want. Did someone else ask for the same thing? I did. Is that you, Sheila? Yeah. Okay, I can send it to you as well. Okay. Okay, so that, okay. and I can send it to you after we conclude this because I know you guys have something to do, but I wanted to bring us all together to make sure we get this. So now, Sheila, while I have you here before we leave, since Amanda has sent the card, we need to talk with her and find out um, is she going to send them out or can you just pick the checks up? At, I think you can just pick them out and send them out, okay? We need to talk. Okay, that's words. fine. I, we need to pass and get ready to send this out since we all have the approval right now. Okay, everyone? Uh, what, okay. Reverend Dorothy? Oh, we're not finished yet. What, what did you say? I didn't hear you. Yeah, Reverend Dorothy. Uh, I got yeah. I got the information for the viewing and the awake uh, for the for the wake, uh, but you also put down for the uh, church. Uh, uh, you put the church down, but you, the location address is not there. So it'd be probably. Uh, yeah, look, look, scroll down, Robert. It says celebration of life on that same thing. It's a long thing. Just scroll straight down. It says celebration yeah, it's of life. Vic Victory Institutional Baptist Church, but it doesn't have right. an address. Right, forty-seven twelve El Segundo. Okay, forty-seven twelve. Okay. 
December 15th at 10 a.m. Yeah, yes. It's there. It's just a long thing, right? Okay. I know it's different. It's 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 a different kind of thing. It's 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 always something new, right? It's new, okay. but uh, the people say they, they these young people they teach me stuff. I'm learning. <laughs> okay. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, I, Ken. Okay. I know you're getting in. I'm, I'm coming to you next, Ken. Uh, I'm with you, Ken. Now, what were you saying, dear? Uh, what's this, Letitia? Give me that name again. Letitia Stokes. Letitia Stokes. Okay. Uh-huh. She marries a stepdaughter, and she—I okay. want to say this right now. She was so helpful, Ken, uh, okay. in helping me, and um, when when Mary needed things, right. She was a, such a great caregiver. She would go. She was my my feet, my arms, my hands, and my legs because I couldn't be there as quick as she could. She could get married to the doctor. She could be there and do everything. She got such a great care person for Mary. Letitia okay. has been a vital source, a very vital source in helping out. Okay. And, and what's her relation to Mary? I beg your pardon? What's her relation to Mary? She's just a caregiver? Uh, no, she's, she's a, her stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. Oh, right. Okay. All right. And I read this on something Mary wrote. She said, she is my stepdaughter. And that's okay. what I took it from. Mm. Mm. That's what I took in Mary's own handwriting. All right. Look on the Facebook page or wherever you want to look. It's out there. All right. So that's okay. who I could get because the other two girls were out of town and she helped me out a lot. Okay. And I really appreciate her. She put all this information out there, and I appreciate that as well. Okay. And family, I want to thank you for stepping up and helping out. Um, you may think that this is nothing, but I'm sure the family needs you right now more than you can realize. Yeah, they need yeah. all the support they can get. If they, they want our help, they, need, they ask for our prayers, our love, our light, our energy, and our help. And we're sending it to them. Yes. We're standing with them and we're standing with Mary. Mary was the faithful, true member of AOL. And she yes. served. And one thing I can mm -hmm. say about her, I will say this here and I'll say it anywhere else. When she got to the point where she could not give her tithe, she called me and she said, Reverend Dorothy, I don't have it anymore. I can't send it. And I told her, don't worry about it. Don't worry about mm -hmm. it. You paid all that you need to pay. Whatever yeah. you know, you try to help. Right. She was yeah. the true, she given, was to the end. Yeah, giving mm -hmm. and blessing come in more form than one. Yes. yes. She gave her all. She was a true member, a faithful member, and she loved her church and loved all of us. Yes, she did. So I, I write my check gladly for her. I write my check. And I thank God that she passed my way. Mm -hmm. All I can say. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, thank you. Okay, my family, my brother, I love you. Tell Linda hi, give yes. her a hug for me, and thank you for all you do. Ken, give your mom a hug. Thank you for okay. all you do for her. Bless you and Tiza. Have a great day. Cindy, those girls, those words yes. you're planting in their ears. It's going in there, baby. Yeah. It's in there. Those seeds oh. are planted, okay? <laughs> the scriptures bear fruit. You're training them the way they, that they should go. 
and they're gonna come up that way. You're gonna hear those same words coming out of their mouth to their children. Oh yeah. I promise oh, you yeah. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Amen. Jesus, God bless you. We stand with you and your family. Know that we love you and we're here for you. Best Franklin, I love you. Have a great day. I send love Thank to you. George as well, okay? Thank you. Yes, he is. Thank Say you. Hi to George, Beth. He's and doing great. <laughs> He's a teenager, you know. He's like a teenager. Okay, family. Love you much. Uh, talk to you and I'll see you on the next round. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to sign off, everybody. Okay. Everybody Stay strong, my brother, and we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. No problem. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. 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 Has anybody Bye-bye. talked to Dan today? Because he's usually out here. Was he out here earlier? I thought I saw his number. I didn't hear him. I'm going to check on him. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. Love you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you all. Okay. I'll Love see you, you too. Again. I'll see you, Beth. Bye-bye. All right, all right. <laughs> and, and, all and throw that turkey that. away. It ain't no good no show more. Show your face, Sheila. Show your face. <laughs> We're out here now. All right, uh, it, it's all been right, over a week. Throw that turkey out. All right. Bye. <laughs> all right. I'm signing out, everybody. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can Bye. eat sweet potato pie. <laughs> I'm done. Bye. <laughs>